Mark Twain said the two most important days in your life are the day you were born and the day you find out why. The why is hidden in your name. Sharon Lynn Wyeth has created a scientific way of deciphering your name to reveal your contract for this lifetime. And your name even specifies the seven areas that are subsets of your soul's overall goal. Your name identifies who you are to both yourself and others. What does your name say about you? Find out in the book Know the Name, Know the Person, which can be purchased on the website knowthename.com. Welcome to Luminescence Common Sense Spirituality, a show designed to share spiritual insights with you so that you can comprehend the universe and how it functions. You are about to experience raised consciousness. This is a place where spiritual principles are shared with the goal of assisting you to expand your understanding of both the seen and unseen worlds. Luminescence Common Sense Spirituality helps you to discern the timeless truths handed down from wise sages through the ages, from the airy-fairy nonsense that is being taught today. Now, here is your host, Sharon Lynn Wyeth. Welcome to Luminescence Common Sense Spirituality the radio show that disseminates esoteric knowledge and common sense spirituality. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, creator of Namology Science, the ability to know all about a person's personality and their soul's purpose from a person's name. And you can book a reading with me and order my books at knowthename.com. Now, at the end of every show, we will always play Shine by Dee L'Amour, and you can hear more of her music at dlamore.com. That's D-L-E-M-O-R.com. And our topic today is different levels of consciousness and different dimensions. So how many levels of consciousness are there and how many different dimensions are there? We're told we're going from the third dimension to the fifth dimension. And what exactly does that mean? And our special guest today to explain this to us is Pat Robertson-Rice. Now, Pat, offers spiritual counseling services that allow individuals to obtain the missing piece of information needed to come to terms with any issue being faced, decide on a proper course of action, and finally move forward in life. Now, helping others move through the most difficult times in their lives is her spiritual commitment. Help is just a phone call away. She has written the book, Greatness Thrust Upon Us, And now I always like to share that I heard about Pat in 2007 when I was living in China and had a session with her. And the first part of her reading was phenomenal. And then I got to ask questions and the answers were hard to believe. So my interpretation was, man, she's just incredible at this first part when she's talking. You're not asking questions. But once you get to the questions, not so much. However, At the end of that school year, when I was getting ready to move back to the United States, I went through everything because I could only bring back what was in two suitcases and every inch was important. And so I re-listened to Pat's tape and I was absolutely amazed because I found that to every answer that she had provided to me that I initially thought was hard to accept had absolutely come true in the meantime. So Pat works differently from everyone else I know. And she has continued to be incredible to this day. I always encourage everybody to learn from Pat. So, Pat, welcome to Luminescence. Thank you, Sharon. I appreciate your letting me be on the show today. It's a fabulous topic. Well, thank you. I'm excited to hear what you have to say. So we'll just start right off with different levels of consciousness. How many levels are there? Well, Do you mind if I tell about the wonderful thing first and then go into that? Because I think everybody needs to understand why we are talking about dimensions and vibrations, okay, and levels of consciousness. I think everybody knows a piece of this, but I'm not sure everybody is quite aware that uh, our universe works in cycles. Now, we see little things like we know it goes from spring to summer and, you know, to fall and so forth, and we see the moon go in cycles and all of that. But the universe works in very large cycles. And what we have occurring on our planet now is absolutely a blessing. It's a wonderful gift. 
they may you might be thinking, lady, are you living on the same planet with COVID and all of that? I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about this cycle is bringing an upgrade to planet Earth, and it is also bringing an upgrade to the entire solar system and perhaps the galaxy. I don't think anybody knows for sure about all of that. But the point is that we are standing on a precipice where our consciousness is getting ready to explode. It is getting ready to make us, the phrase they use in the Bible is, our earth is going to become the heaven on earth. And if you look at the fifth dimensional movement, it's talking about the golden age and it's talking about the uh, wonderful things that will come. So if it's all right, Sharon, I want to just mention the three perks that all of us, if we can understand how to move, you know, up in our vibration and up in dimensions. Is it okay to talk about the three wonderful things that are coming for us? Oh, gosh, it'd be so nice to hear some good news. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So if we can raise our consciousness and if we can even begin to function in the fifth dimension, and we'll talk about how you know in a minute, then the first thing that is going to happen for us is that our brain capacity will be greatly expanded. Now, you can pick up any science book, and it's going to tell you, quite frankly, that we use about 15% of our brain capacity, which doesn't sound like a lot, you know. So with this higher consciousness, we will be able to expand the potential in our brain and be able to function at a much higher level. I'm sure all of you have wondered when we hear about people like Einstein and, you know, Leonardo da Vinci and Michelangelo and all of our great writers, and and we think, you know, how come I wasn't like that? And I do think that having more capacity in your brain has a lot to do with creating people who are highly functional. The second upgrade that we're going to get, which is very exciting, is that our DNA is going to be upgraded. Now, we had a huge project called the Genome Project. Sixteen countries throughout the world participated in this. And what they wanted to do was to try to take some of these genetic things, like a baby born, you know, going to have multiple sclerosis or being like a waterhead baby. They wanted to try to stop that while the baby was in the womb, to stop any genetic disease that it might have. And so they all banded in this wonderful thing, and everybody was excited to hear what they had to say. And they finally said that our entire DNA system, which is our genetic code, as you know, Uh, Our entire genetic system was 3% functioning, and the rest was junk, I'm speaking to you what they said in the report, junk DNA. Now, that's a little hard to swallow, that uh, out of the perfection that God made, that we would only have 3% of our DNA functioning. So... The next good news is that we are going to have an upgrade in the DNA and that some of these strands that may not have been as active are going to become active and allow us to have gifting for one thing and we will not obviously get sick and our vibration will be high enough. So there's a fabulous amount of information about what living in a higher consciousness will do for your body if we're just talking about the physical part. And then the part that I like, because I'm very interested in, of course, being a counselor, is working with the chakras. And we are now being able to tap into five new chakras that all have very different abilities. And so I'm not trying to say that these have just appeared out of the sky, I think the word dormant might be a good one to use here. We may have had a lot of chakras, you know, in our chakra line, 
but maybe our consciousness did not allow us to use them. But we have five new ones that will be functioning for us, and one of those chakras is at the very top, and this one is called the Ascension Chakra. And Sharon and I will be talking later on in the program about uh, what that means for the fifth dimensional energy. Why is it called the ascension energy? But I just wanted to let you know why it is very important to try to understand what, where one dimension stops and another begins and what does that mean? How do you get from one to another? So, Sharon, if that's all right, uh, just for a little introduction of why we're talking about this, you can fire away and ask me whatever you want to. I'll well, try to do the best I can. Well, it's so exciting to hear what you've already shared and that this also falls in line with the Bhagavad Gita's Kali Yuga time period that we're entering into. It, it almost sounds like from all the different faiths that are out there, that they knew that we would be hitting what they called rock bottom, and now it's time to go up and up and up. So that's what's going Up really and up about. and up, yes. So go ahead and talk to us about the different levels of consciousness. Okay. All right. So I'm going to say that if anybody has a cell phone, and during the break, if you would like to, I'm going to be talking a lot about David Hawkins, H-A-W-K-I-N-S, Map of Consciousness. But the main thing I'm going to be trying to help you with is part of the Map of Consciousness is called the Body's Vibrational Frequencies. The Body's Vibrational Frequencies. So David Hawkins was the genius man that pulled this all together Hit, most of what he's ca- talked about is called the map of consciousness. And then the specific thing that we're going to use today for you to answer some questions and figure out which dimension you're functioning in has to do with the body's vibrational frequencies. So, uh, Sharon, any science book, you know, we, we always have to talk about an unknown and let people know they already know something about this. Any science book has a table of the seven dimensions. So on our planet, we have three dimensions that we work in every day. If you go out in the yard and dig a hole, you're going to go into the first dimension, which is composed of rocks and crystals and minerals. And a lot of people in their healing work use some of these beautiful crystals and minerals. And in the second place on our planet, we have the most beautiful trees and flowers. We have herbs, as the British call them. And these were very valuable to us because of the shade that the trees can give, the beauty it can give. But I think we all know in alternative medicine that some of these plants and herbs are used for medicinal purposes and are very helpful when healing comes around. So our second dimension is the plants and flowers. Now, if you're going to use a mineral or something, these will vibrate. Now, notice I'm talking about a vibration now. Each dimension has a certain vibration. It's very important to understand this. So if you're talking about buying a mineral or buying a crystal or something, then its vibration is one to seven. If you're talking about buying some essential oils that have been distilled, you know, or some flower essences that have been distilled for healing, then you are going to have something in your hand that vibrates between 8 and 14. So the rose is the highest priced one because it also has the highest vibratory quality. Then we come to the third dimension, which is referred to as the animal kingdom. 
and we can see those every day. Many of us have cats and dogs as pets and birds and things like that. We don't always see the larger mammals. They're usually in places where they have freedom to roam, you know. So um, these were looked at, and they have a vibration, if you're talking about an animal, from 15 to 21. Now, why is that important? Because man is in the animal kingdom. Man is categorized in the third dimension. So if you want to ask the question, what is my vibration? Well, the Bible tells you that man was the last creation they made. And when this creation was made uh, of man then it, this, the creation they called man was given dominion at that point over the other animals. That's just right straight out of the Bible. So what that meant was that the new, creation, me, the new creation, which is called man, had a higher brain capacity than the other animals, and this was made in the likeness and similitude of the angels, which means we had many more gifts than the uh, angels, I mean, than the normal animals. So uh, we live in the third dimension, which has a vibration of 15 to 21. Now, that's your key right there. That's, that's what you need to know. So man most likely since all the animals, you know, are categorized in here, man most likely would be said to have a vibration somewhere if he's on the highest order between like 17, 18, 19. I mean, you know, I, I have no idea. We all know that some people are more involved than the other. I imagine Einstein's vibration was pretty high. But the average man is going to be somewhere in here from 17 to 21. Now, scientists do not know what exactly is in the next dimension because it's off our, uh, it's, it's not here on Earth. It's called the astral plane. They know there's a lot of debris from comets and, you know, stuff floating around up there. And they've sort of educated themselves quite a bit when we went into the space program. And then, of course, when we had our jet and we found out when they broke the sound barrier, they realized that there was an entirely different dimension and the qualities that went with it. So they call the fourth dimension in the science book the astral plane, but they say they don't know what's there kind of hard to go that high, you know, and bring something back. And then they always referred to the fifth dimension as being the heaven on earth, the heaven. In other words, how the people live in heaven in happiness and joy and bliss is going to be what we will be living in. It'll probably, I don't know how long it'll take us to ch completely change, but isn't it exciting to know that you're living on the planet at a time when this change is going to take place? And well, then the I think that's fabulous, Pat, especially oh. since I look at the astral plane where all the trash goes. And yep. I always think of our thoughts go there, too, and create in the astral plane. And look at all the negative thoughts that people can oh, have. Oh, my Lord. And yeah. then they become reality in that fourth dimension. So I'm real happy that we don't have to stay there with oh, all no. of the, with all <laughs> <No>. the thoughts. <laughs> no. And so thoughts. now this is going up into outer space, you know, what they're listing in the science books. They know there's a sixth dimension, but they have no idea. And they know there's a seventh dimension from space travel. But, you know, you've got to put God somewhere, and obviously he's going to be on the highest one, you know, the highest dimension up there. He's, he doesn't live here on this planet. We know that. And so they just kind of said, we know we can identify three dimensions on Earth, and we know there's an astral plane because, you know, our satellites have sent us pictures back and all of that. And we know that it keeps going, but we're not exactly sure 
you know, what's up there. Well, that's the science book, okay, and it's been like that for a long time. Well, now we are getting a lot more information because the time has come for our planet to ascend, for our planet to be upgraded. And so all of the books that I've been trying to get my hands on concerning just the fourth and fifth dimension, you know, as we leave the third and move Sharon, now most of them are saying that we have 12 dimensions. But nobody has bothered to tell us what's in dimension 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. <laughs> you know, they don't delineate it. But if you think about it, then obviously, uh, you know, if God's on the top, then obviously we've got a bunch of angels we have to put somewhere, and there are nine phylum of angels, so, we, it's, you know, they might carry up two of these. And then we've got to put the ascended master somewhere, and then we've got to put heaven somewhere, and then we've got to put the saints somewhere, and then we've got to put the angels that help with the earth somewhere, and then we've got to get in there ourselves. So if you ask me how many dimensions there are, Sharon, I don't think anybody knows. I really don't. I and mean, different, different religions, you know, speak to that. Different religions say different things. But I'm not sure anybody knows. So what what have you read about that? Well, I've read that there's a multiple dimensions depending on on which galaxy or which universe exactly. that you're talking about. And then yep. that there can be layers or different planes within that dimension. Oh yes. It gets very complicated. And I have seen some religious books that talked about there as many as 144 dimensions. And so, I'm, you know, to be honest, I'm not sure anyone knows. I think the science books have gone on with seven dimensions for a long time, and I think now with more information where maybe 12 is a possible thing. But we have to remember we are one little teeny-weeny planet in one solar system, which is in one galaxy, of which there are thousands. So what Sharon is saying, depending on where you are in the universe, it might be interpreted a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. You know, how advanced the system is on that side of the universe. So... Now, Sharon, we we don't know exactly how many dimensions, but what we are concerned with on our little planet is our wonderful upgrade that we're going to get. So what's the next likely question that you want to say to me, and I'll try to answer that, and then we'll talk about multidimensional living and what what's going on with the words, how, how we know which dimension we're in. Okay, so we're told that we're going from this third dimension into the fifth. And, mm -hmm. you know, with our logical deductive minds, that means we got to go through the fourth to get to the fifth. Yep. And I look at if the fourth is all where the trash is, including people's unwanted or unpleasant thoughts, uh, we might be experiencing that part right now on planet Earth as far you as know, you, <laughs> you have made a wonderful analogy there when we talk about today we're going to be talking about the levels of consciousness that match the dimension of higher you know higher vibrations but I think you made a wonderful analogy because we do have to pass through uh, the fourth in order to get to the fifth so it's it's really something to think about you know we always say as above so below you know so uh, now we're going to talk about uh, how you are functioning, okay? okay. So let's go to my buddy. Uh, he, he died in 2012, and that's a shame because he, he left behind one of the, I guess, cosmologists would say, as well as scientists, a, a very wonderful way of looking at our planet and figuring out our dimensions, and that's his map of consciousness. So what he says is that if you are trying to figure out whether you're in the third dimension or the fourth dimension or the fifth, 
the first thing you have to do is to know what words produce the third dimension. So our planet has been in the third dimension and what we have have had to evolve through is a very low level vibrational rate of 15 to 21 as opposed to the fifth dimension being 14 uh, points higher if the 29 to 35. Now, if you can do math, there's a lot that has to go on to catapult us from the third dimension through the fourth and into the fifth. That's 14 points of consciousness higher. So we have to start at the bottom, okay? So uh, what we need to talk about is that there are certain words that uh, the mental state of living in these words, okay, causes us to stay in the third dimension and not evolve. So the worst culprit, according to his map of consciousness, is to live every day of your life with hate. The next word that will pull you down is to live your life every day with anger, a very volatile, burning anger. Then if you have fear and anxiety all the time, if that's how you live in constant fear, and, you know, every single one of us, if we were honest, would have said two years ago, with all the hoopla that was said on the news and, and people talking about it and not being able to go out of your house with COVID, I, I think this planet was rampant with fear and anxiety. And I don't think it did any of us any favors. None of us felt good. None of us were pretty happy during this time. We weren't allowed to go to church. We weren't allowed to see our friends. And a lot of people were dying. It was very fearful. And that will pull your, your energy. That will pull your vibration down. And then we have grief and we have guilt and we have shame. So when I'm working with people, I use this and I'll say, okay, let's look. You know, they've called me, you know, and they say, Pat, look, I am depressed. And I'll say, okay, have you lost your job? No. Uh, how's your marriage? Fine. How your kids? Fine. Has anybody died around you? No. And they say, I have no reason to be depressed, but I have to force myself out of bed to go to, I'm just depressed. And I'll say, well, if it's not an outside source that is depressing you, like the loss of your job or a divorce or, you know, whatever life throws at us, then obviously your problem is on the inside. And they say, well, what are you talking about? I'll say, well, for one thing, uh, when you work with depression, lots of times the answer to why you're depressed is that it goes right back to anger. And this is anger that you've never been allowed to release. And it just builds and builds and builds. And all of us know how cruel the world can be when we're growing up. We all have scars from being laughed at in school or, you know, we have scars from people bullying us or we have scars from our own family where there was such animosity there. And, uh, you know, we all have these scars and they're stored in our chakras because when they happen, we push them down. And so I'm, here's the man, you know, who's called and said he's very depressed and he doesn't understand why because on the outside everything's peachy. So I'll say, okay, well, let's look at this map of consciousness. And, um, Sharon, will you be my surrogate today to do this? Sure. Happy to. Okay. Now, Sharon is a very highly evolved person, so she's not the best person to work with because she's not going to have a lot of this stuff, but she is human, Okay. Okay, so, so Sharon, let's do this, Pat. Let's hold right yeah. there. Let's do this right after the break. That's what we'll come back. And then I'll be oh. here again when we come back from our short commercial break. Stay tuned. Okay. Pat Robertson Rice is a magnificent spiritual counselor 
She can help you to recognize your gifts and talents. How do you identify who you are created to be? Are you an artisan, an inventor, a manager, or something else? How do you identify your innate abilities when they are different from your family's, or from our educational system, or from the industries popular in your community? How do you identify talents that are hidden, yet completely innate and natural to you? Contact Pat Robertson Rice at spiritualbeginnings101.com for an illuminating journey about your life path. How many different ways have you attempted to understand yourself or your partner on a deeper level? You have most likely heard of the Myers-Briggs test, looked up your astrological sign, or read the five love languages and utilized something like this checking in to see if you're compatible with your partner or someone else. This is irresistible, isn't it? Assessments and quizzes have almost become an obsession to see if we can better comprehend our pasts and also predict our futures, especially when it comes to love. The truth is, we all want to understand ourselves and our partners better, but sometimes it's hard to know where to start. Most people don't even think about their name as having any significance beyond what they are called and are unaware of the wealth of information their name holds. But your name is actually an incredibly powerful tool that can be used to understand yourself and others better. Sharon Lynn Wyeth has dedicated her life to studying names. A reading with her will assist you in knowing the other people in your life better by knowing what is important to them and how to connect on a deeper level. Book a reading today with her on www.knowthename.com for your stunning name review. Okay, so what I was asking you to do was to pretend like you were a client and we were trying to figure out what your, why your third dimension experience, you know, was causing problems, okay? Okay. All right, so if you really honestly looked at the last month of your life, okay, or three weeks, say, of your life, did you, I know the answer is no because you're not that kind of person, but did you experience any hate towards someone or something? Uh, no, I did not experience hate. I've experienced disappointment, but not hate. Okay. During that uh, three-week period, did you experience issues of anger with members of your family or neighbors or hate groups or somebody at work or your children or your mailman, did you have any anger that welled up in you? Uh, no anger, again, just disappointment. Right. Did you have any fear that set in? Um, I don't want to say that fear sets in because I take action. Mm-hmm. If I'm, you know, nothing gets to set in. If I'm temporarily have any fear, then, um, you know, that's what sets, you know, I just take actions to get me out of fear mm-hmm. because I fear is just a lack of information. So it's always like, what do I lack? What do I need to do? Right. And you remember what fear means, false evidence appearing real. You know. Uh-huh. All right. Did you have any grief over something that happened that you had no control over? Um, anybody in your family die? Did somebody get sick? Did somebody I, that's a good I friend had, of yours get COVID? Okay, I had temporary grief, I want to say, um, okay. as both my son and my mom uh, experienced COVID. Mm-hmm. Okay, and did you have any guilt that crossed your mind as something was said to you about uh, someone and you thought, oh, my Lord, I never did so-and-so before they died or uh, I really should have done something about that, you know. Did you have any guilt to cross you? You know, that's a wonderful thing to ask, and the answer is no because I, I really believe in living every day so that if today was my last day, I would have no regrets. Mm-hmm. Now, folks, Sharon isn't a good surrogate because I know she's a fairly... <laughs> high consciousness person but the average person I can tell you that I work with would have said four of those words they had problems with so you know Sharon I really think sometimes the uh, wonderful law of attraction 
was a game changer on this planet. The churches picked it up. The schools picked it up, you know, for experiments in psychology. Everybody started talking about it. It was a fast way to see something happen quickly to make you a believer. And so the sad thing about staying in the third dimension is when you are giving out hate and when you are giving out anger every day and when you are the victim and it's everybody else's problem and you're depressed and you don't want to go outside and you just want to watch TV and your only thing you're going to attract is more people like you. That's just Which, the law. Um, you know, that's just the, the law. Uh, if, if you are a person that is a real negative person and all of that, you're going to only attract negative people around you and two negatives really don't make things better. So the first thing you've got to do when you find out you're spending a lot of your time hanging out in these words and the tribe of people you put around you is nothing but the same kind of people then you're not going to get up into the fourth dimension. You're not going to come out of this lower vibration. So let's talk about the fourth dimension. There are five words in the, it, that you have to learn how to work in every day successfully. And the first one is to learn how to give compassion to other people. And the second one is love. And there's a catch here. Most of us don't have a problem showing love to other people when they need it. We can give them a hug. We can send them a card. We can um, bake them a cake. But the catch is not many of us have ever been taught that we have to have love of self. And that's a hard one because we have blamed ourselves, guilted ourselves, and, you know, had a bunch of fear around whether we were good people or not. And then the, the harder one for most people is forgiveness. And we have to forgive other people for things that happened 400 years ago. My God, we don't need to keep harboring that and pulling our energy down. And the other thing that's very hard for people is to forgive yourself. So it seems like when I work with people and we see where the problems are, They've never forgiven themselves for things that were not their fault. They live with that guilt and shame all the time. You know, a child being molested is a great example of this. The person was crazy. The person was off their gorge, you know. But yet this child has to bear this shame and this confusion and this, this fear about the way that they were abused. And a lot of people don't want to open up these areas uh, in their lives, and so they just live in them. And in the fourth dimension, you have to learn to forgive yourself and you have to learn to forgive other people. Well, and so and the Bible, dear that, God, that's one of the major. Uh-huh. I think it's really important, even if you felt guilty, your third dimensional word, but even uh-huh. if you feel guilty, that you do your best to make reconcense, you know, reconcense yes. so that you've made amends to the best of your ability, and then you move on. Yeah. You know, I and mean, you know, one of, I think you're exactly right, Sharon, because one of the reasons AA has been so successful is that's exactly what you have to do. You have to go back and make up for what you did to all the per- people you harmed. Which is exactly what we're talking about, having enough confidence in yourself that you want to go and make up to the person that you harmed and say you're sorry and what can I do to help you, you know, to make up for that. So those are the words we have to get through if we're going to go to the fourth dimension. Now, the fifth dimension has ten words. It is a lot more complicated, okay, And so these words that some of us are already working in, uh, but you've got to really work hard to be this way every day, and that it begins with trust, that you trust that if you try to do the right thing, 
the universe is going to come in behind you and help you. Or you trust if you are be of service to your fellow man that it's going to be something good for that person. And then we have willingness and optimism and acceptance and reason, using reason instead of anger, using understanding instead of judgment, and working through reverence and receiving joy. So let's talk about multidimensional living, okay? Okay. So let's say you get up in the morning. This is a new concept for most people, and they say, well, Pat, how do I know if I'm changing? Well, let's see how your life is now. Everybody on the planet's going through this. And so you get up in the morning, and you come down, and your significant other, your husband, your wife said, oh, my God, you forgot to pick up the dry cleaning. How many times have I, t- and you all get in a shouting match, and I mean by the time you get in the car, you are so mad at your husband, you can't even think, or so mad at your wife, and it takes you a 20-minute drive to work to kind of calm yourself down. Anger is very destructive. I read last night that if you have ang- an angry session like that for five minutes, it takes your body four hours to get over it. Oh, my gosh. So we wonder why we have indigestion, why we have stress, why people drop dead from heart attacks. You have no idea the damage you're causing. Your That was studying on heart math last night, and they were talking about the damage that's done to the body if you continue in these bad um, vibrational words. So... As you drive, you're in the third dimension. Anger and hate are nothing but third dimension. They're pulling your energy down. So you get to work and you get on the job a couple hours and it's about time for lunch and your friend comes over and she said, I really, Deborah, I really need to talk to you. And you said, well, sure, let's go on to lunch early. So by the time you get the food on the table, she breaks down and sobs and you say, oh, my God, what's wrong? Are you sick? And she said, no. My husband asked me for a divorce last night. You say, oh, my God, oh, I'm so sorry. And you run and get some Kleenex for, you know, and you sit and you say, okay, well, tell me about it if you want to, if it, you know, that will make you feel better. And so you spend the entire lunch hour showing compassion to her. Well, now you're living in the fourth dimension. So you're in the depths of despair in the third And now you're in the fourth because you are showing love for someone and you are showing compassion. And you're spending an hour in that higher vibration. So then, you know, you have to go back to work. So you finish the day and you go home. And, oh, my Lord, are you surprised? Your wife and your neighbors have thrown you a surprise birthday party And you go into absolute joy, which is a fifth dimensional word and a very high, even higher than compassion. And so it's no wonder that people are tired all the time. We jockey from low vibration in the morning to compassion, you know, fourth dimension, and then we get a tiny taste of joy when we are just thrilled to death when 20 people show up to give us a really nice uh, birthday. And so we're up high in that and we go to sleep, but then we start all over again the next day. So right now we are living in what they call multidimensional vibrations. But the point, Sharon, is this. If you would like to have your brain capacity expanded and your DNA upgraded and being able to utilize the higher energies that will allow you to do, be more fulfilled and be a better contributor to the world, then you've got to stay in the fifth dimensional energy. You've got to stay most of your day. So that means you have to stop all this hate and anger. You have to Stop blaming everybody else for your problems. You have to stop leaving all this fear everywhere you go all the time. And you've got to stay in a position 
that uh, of a higher vibration, which is what Dr. Hawkins laid out in his map of consciousness. Now, he said the highest person he ever tested was Mother Teresa. And she scored his, his scale, you know, was zero to a thousand is God consciousness. And she had gone to enlightenment, which is right under, uh, which is 700. Now, his scale went from zero to a thousand. It's not the numbers I'm telling you about dimensions. That's scientific numbers. And so somehow we have to get to the place where we have joy and we have love and we have reverence for this planet, and we want to help the planet and the people on it, and we are using lack of judgment. In other words, we're using understanding for people rather than judging them. And so this is why it's important. Now, I'm going to mention again, Sharon, no person on earth has a choice about this upgrade. This is a, an energy that's coming to our planet and our solar system, and it is going to upgrade us. And you can go kicking and screaming and say, well, that's the dumbest stuff I've ever heard of. I like my life. I'm going to keep on hating people and, you know, being mean and all of this. Well, that's fine. You stay addicted to that. Yeah, it's not a very pleasant way to live, though. No, it's a horrible way to live. But unfortunately, that's what's what we see on the television every day. Now, Sharon, do we have any signs that we are changing since 2012 and our consciousness is rising? Do we have any signs that things are shifting? I think we do, just because you look at how much support there is for different movements. And when you see compassion for people that disagree with your own belief systems, especially with this COVID thing. And COVID, I think, is bringing out oh, a lot yes. of passion in people. Yeah. Well, you know, we just think about what's happened since 2012 when we started this shift upward, this energy coming in here upward. And so if you think about it, the first thing we saw after 2012 were the trials there of the Catholic Church and the misconduct of the priests. And shortly after that, we had a bunch of cases where uh, companies were just dumping the chemicals into the river just as hard as they could go, you know, and poisoning our system. And we had the case of the oil leaks, and they were destroying the estuary. Of course, they never told anybody it leaked, you know. And then the next thing you know, we've got uh, the Me Too movement, and we've got Black Lives Matter. Uh, we have in the five countries that uh, the young kids used the Internet. They went in the street. They demonstrated. They demanded that the premier or the president or whomever it was to step down. And they had five heads of state that resigned, and somebody in the military, I think, came in to try to stabilize the government. I mean, folks, we and then you throw COVID in on top of that, and we have had a tumultuous 10 years from yeah. 2012 to 2022. Yeah, absolutely. It has been tumultuous, and... And if anybody hasn't gone through some moments of depression or fear or right. whatever, then I would say that they weren't really human because well, I think yeah, or either are. they just live in the woods somewhere by themselves because <laughs> it has been a mess. Now the next year that's talked about as far as cycles are concerned, they say what happens when we move from one transition, you know, in astrology. If you look at your astrological stuff that there's a 20-year time period. So the first 10 years, you show what's wrong on the planet, and then you have 10 years to get it fixed. So the next calendar year they talk about is 2032, and we're supposed to take a look 
at ourselves and see if our planet is able to hold this frequency, this uh, fifth dimensional frequency of energy. And I don't know what will happen. I don't think anybody does, but let's hope we have a good toehold in there and we are seeing some of the changes that need to be made, you know, in our society so that we can live in a higher consciousness. Now, consciousness just simply means awareness, awareness of the laws of the universe the spiritual laws, the physical laws, the fact that we're supposed to do two things. One is to love God and to uh, be of service to our fellow man. So wonder what kind of rating we'll get in 2032 because now we're supposed to start fixing what all of those movements were about. Well, I happen to think that if you... If you watch the energies and numbers, that July 4th, 1776, numerology-wise, comes out with exactly the same energy as February, which is the second month, 22nd, 2022. So I'm wow. Oh, I hadn't read 22nd. that. That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. So I'm expecting on February 22nd to be just as momentous a day that goes down in history as July 4th, 1776 did. And I look at that as the halfway turning point of this 40-year cycle that we're in, but even more so of the four-year cycle that we're currently in with the two years that we've already passed through with this COVID and everything, and the two years it's going to take us to clean up uh, what was done that was inappropriate during this last two years. So I think it's all symmetrical based around this February 22nd, 2022. So, Pat, as we wind down, tell people how they can get a hold of you, how they sign up for an appointment with you, and what classes you're currently giving because you are a fabulous teacher in how you explain things. Oh, listen, I do want to say that um, my angels and guides that I work with told me two years ago that what, I, what we needed to do was to uh, take these lower vibrational words of anger and hate and so forth and that the way I could help people move to the fourth and fifth a lot sooner was to have them release all of these painful memories that they stuck down in their chakras, that the chakras couldn't function as bring in this higher energy because they were jammed with all these painful instances and things that they refused to even think about. They judged, you know, threw them down there so far. And I said, well, how am I going to do that? And they said, well, it's really very simple. All of the painful memories are in the bottom three chakras. So you just ask us what are the years where the chakras are, you know, the painful memories are stored. Y'all talk about it and you release it. I said, oh, my God, that sounds so simple. So that has been uh, a major thrust of mine in the last two years, talking about the, uh, you know, the transition from the third to the fifth dimension. So now we're working on, uh, you know, you always have the faithful 50. I have 50 clients that have been with me for a 1,000 years. And so we got rid of all the bad stuff. So now we're working on any blocks to the good words that we put in there so that all that energy can come through without any blocks. So I have a website called spiritualbeginnings101.com repeating spiritualbeginnings101.com. And uh, on that website, my contact information is given with a business phone as well as, you know, a cell phone and all of that. And inside are all of the different types of sessions. If you just punch, you know, the little button that has how you do things on the website, the one that says... uh, sessions with Pat, and it'll open up, and there are 14 different things I'm offering now besides workshops on the fifth dimension. So it's nice of you to let me say that, Sharon, but uh, I, I do hope you'll find someone in your town that can help you because 
why would you not want to open your chakras up so that you could expand your brain and get the DNA upgrade and the new chakra gifts? Why would you not want to do that? I, I don't. It's beyond well, me why somebody wouldn't want to have higher consciousness. And I love the way, Pat, that you help somebody walk through uh, releasing and opening their own chakras. And I would just like to remind everyone that it's very important that you open your own chakras because that way it's always done gently. It's always done at the right speed yes. and, you, and nothing's jarred or you know, or right. mishandled or anything else. So just remember, if somebody says, oh, I can do that for you, run. <laughs> run the opposite so well. I, I would like to remind you, if you'd like a session with Pat, it's spiritualbeginnings101.com. And then I want to thank you, Pat, for being with us again. The time always oh, goes thank so you, Sharon. It's always wonderful to come and work with you. And stuff, always my pleasure. Next week, we have Julie Salen on with us. And our topic's going to be what's meant by divine flow and how do you create that divine flow? And how does that divine flow help you gain in consciousness also? Um, and how do you amp up that divine flow? And so next week, uh, Julie Salen will be with us as our special guest Again, uh, Pat, I want to thank you again for being with us. Always a pleasure. And like always, we end our show with the wonderful music from Dee L'Amour called Shine, which is just, to me, the most uplifting music and everything. I just love it. So with that, thank you again for joining us. This is Sharon Lynn Wyatt signing off.